Hello, I'm Molly, and this is Care Experts, brought to you by Care Credit and Pets Best. Together, the Care Credit Credit Card and Pets Best Pet Health Insurance provide all the financial tools that can help you be the best pet parent you can be. Today, we are talking about dog treats and supplements. What's best for your dog? Every dog loves a treat, but let's find out what's best. And today we're talking to Larry Keller from the Lewis Animal Hospital in Cincinnati, Ohio. Thanks, Larry. Hi. Hey, Molly. How's it going? Good. Okay, so let's talk about dog treats. There is a whole wall of treats at the pet store, and you walk in, and you're looking for what's best. What do we look for in a dog treat? What you're looking for in a dog treat is you're looking for a, dog, a treat that's the appropriate size for your dog. You want to make sure that you don't have a chihuahua and get a treat that's bigger than their head. You want to make sure that you get um, you don't get a medium-sized dog and give it a chihuahua-sized chihuahua treat that could actually get have problems to get lodged or, or have any issues with that. So that's one of the first things you want to do. You want to make sure that um, that the treats you're getting, um, you, not a bad idea to look at the at the calorie content or just see, you know, how much they recommend you give for that size. You also want to make sure that the ingredients, um, you know, don't look suspect. Okay, so tell me, these teeth cleaning dog treats, do they work? Yes, they. Uh, some of them do. Um, it, it's not. So the one thing I'll preface it with is I really like these treats, but they do not replace a good dental cleaning. And if, you know, dental treats are awesome because they, they kind of help break down the tartar. Um, they make it easy for the, the, the dog to chew and really get into it and, and really break that stuff down. They have had some problems in the past with some of the, um, the dental treats with their digestion in the, in the intestinal tract. But through the years, they have actually really, really worked on that and they become very safe. Um, so I, I really like a lot of them. Um, a couple of the treats also have enzymes in them to help break down the tartar. So what about uh, pig ears? Yeah, pig ears are, are very common as well. Um, I'm not as big of a fan of those as they have a lot of a lot of um, fat and stuff in them, and it, it doesn't do the best job in the world of cleaning the teeth. A lot of dogs really like them, um, so it, it just seems like I think there's better options out there for you than that. And I, I like the if if you're going to get a treat and you're going to use it for teeth, get one that's designed just for teeth. And would you say that multivitamins are necessary for dogs? If you are feeding your dog a, a commercially available diet that has had a vet nutritionist on staff, um, I, I don't think that a multivitamin is an absolute. Now, there are some supplements that are great to give your dogs that can really help them. Um, an example would be glucosamine. I really like glucosamine. Um, again, some of these, some of these diets um, are starting to get glucosamine into their food. MSM, essential fatty acids, fish oils. A lot of essential fatty acids and fish oils can also help with the skin. So I like those supplements to go in there as well. Um, and eventually, so it seems like a nice treat to try and get your dog a treat that has that in there. Um, but if you add the price of a treat that has that stuff in there, and then you have, you add the price of your food, if you get a food, um, a commercially available food or even better a prescription diet, if you're having a, a particular health issue, a lot of times, if you get that food and has it in there already, you're going to save money by buying the food, not buying the food and the treat. And a specific question on that. Do you think there are any particular supplements that are good for healthy joints in dogs? 
Yes, um, definitely the the glucosamine supplements. Uh, that that's a lot of glucosamine has glucosamine, chondroitin sulfate, um, MSM. Again, essential fatty acids can always go in there. What I will caution you on is to make sure that if you get a supplement that has glucosamine in particular in it, make sure that the research has been done on it. Um, and what I mean by that is is that there there's something called bioavailability. And what bioavailability is is when the, the dog takes the, the medicine into their, into their body and it actually gets digested and used in the body. A lot of times, you know, in the past, veterinarians have talked to people about using a human, humanly available glucosamine supplement to use. And that's great. And sometimes it works really good. But the research has not been done to make sure that that actually works with a dog's body. Um, glucosamine, a lot of supplements in general are considered nutraceuticals and all nutraceuticals have to do is to prove that they have that amount of whatever it is in it. For instance, you have to have a glucosamine that has 1500 milligrams in it and, and that is, they have to guarantee that that's what it has, but that glucosamine may not be bioavailable, meaning that they eat the treat or eat the chew or whatever it is. And it literally just goes right through the intestinal tract and comes out the other end and they don't actually utilize any of it. So it's expensive to do this research too, but the good companies out there have done it. And those are the ones you want to stick with. Thank you. That's fascinating. So fiber for dogs, I want to ask about, is it good, bad? Yeah. Fiber, it, it, as long as you're using it for the proper reasons, if you have a dog that um, has constipation, uh, which is not an extremely common thing, um, you can add some fiber to their diet. I've had some dogs that have some runny stools that can actually add, they add fiber or pumpkin to their diet can help. Um, again, this is something that you really want to work with a nutritionist or your veterinarian on before you just go out and grab it and buy it and do it. Um, fiber is one of those things that is kind of weird in the way that it acts. And the fact that traditionally when we started using fiber, we used it to cause a bigger volume of stool and to help out with constipation. But we found over the years is actually a milder version of fiber can actually help in some cases with dogs that have loose stool by adding a little bit more form to it and helping it get through. But it's a very, very slippery slope or a very, very thin line that you run by deciding on what you do with what and how you add it in there. Um, I'm not a big fan of just going out and buying fiber and adding it without having a conversation with someone first. Great. Thank you. Um, and another specific question on omega supplements. Should we use them for healthy heart and fur? What's your opinion on that? This is something that I, I, I believe that these supplements are actually designed more for dogs that have health problems to begin with. Um, again, and it can't, you can use it for, for instance, if your dog has a lot of dandruff. I think that's a great use for it. Um, and again, make sure you stay within the dose because you don't want to give them too much. It's just not only a waste of money, it doesn't really help them at all by giving them too much. Um, as far as your normal dog that walks around and has no health issues whatsoever, do I think you need to go out and buy a supplement to help them? As long as you're on a, a, a very good commercially prepared diet, I do not. I, I don't. I think that a lot of times that we feel guilty about not giving our dogs what we're getting. But we also, our, our diets are designed a lot different than theirs. And they have a diet that's designed to have everything in it they need. And there's really no need to give them anything more unless you find that there is a health issue or something that goes along with it. Um, and again, something that, that your veterinarian can help you with. Again, if you're talking about skin problems, um, joint problems, actually, omega-3s really help a lot with. Um, you know, things like that. Th those are things that you would, you know, talk to your veterinarian and figure out what can help you out with that. 
you, do you feel like probiotics are necessary for dogs? I really like probiotics. I think there's there's really a place for probiotics. I use probiotics a lot in my dogs. Um, do I think your run-of-the-mill dog needs a probiotic all the time? No, I don't. Um, I think that if you have a dog that, that does get chronic diarrhea or seems like he has uh, a lot of stomach issues, a lot of vomiting or something like that, I think a probiotic can help quite a bit. Um, I, I think that probiotics are something that has been one of the best nutraceuticals, for lack of a better way of putting it, over the years that we've had. Uh, again, you just want to make sure it's, it's, a, it's a good quality product. Um, there are a lot of products out there right now, especially in the nutraceutical category, that people have gone to try and make money on. Um, and, and, it's, and you go to Amazon or you go to Walmart or, or whatever. There is so many there. It's, it's mind-numbing. And just make sure that, that you do your research on it beforehand or even, even call, call one of us to see if we can help you with it. But probiotics, absolutely. I think they have a really, really good place in veterinary medicine. Thank you, Larry. As a pet owner myself, I'm taking a lot of notes. So thank you so much for your time. We really appreciate it. No problem. More episodes of Care Experts can be found at carecredit.com slash care experts. All of our featured care experts recommend and accept the Care Credit credit card, which is accepted at hundreds of thousands of provider locations nationwide. To get more information on how Pets Best Pet Insurance can cover up to 90% of your pet's unexpected veterinary expenses, visit petsbest.com. Or for more information on the Care Credit credit card, go to carecredit.com. Thanks for joining us on Care Experts with Care Credit. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and share with friends and family. And stay tuned for new episodes every week. All information, opinions, and recommendations discussed in this episode are for your information only. We believe the information sources are generally reliable, but because of possible human or mechanical error by the sources, Synchrony or its affiliates, including CareCredit, does not provide warranty to the accuracy, quality, or completeness of the information or any results obtained from it. Any statement or opinions in this episode are the doctor's alone, and included data was current to the time of creating this episode. Please consult your own advisors before using any of this information. Pet insurance coverage offered and administered by Pets Best Insurance Services, LLC, is underwritten by American Pet Insurance Company, a New York insurance company headquartered at 6100 4th Avenue South, Suite 200, Seattle, Washington, 98108, or Independence American Insurance Company, a Delaware insurance company located at 11333 North Scottsdale Road, Suite 160, Scottsdale, Arizona, 85254. Pets Best Insurance Services, LLC, California agency number 0F37530, is a licensed insurance agency located at 10840 Ballantine Commons Parkway, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28277. Each insurer has sole financial responsibility for its own products. Please refer to your declarations page to determine the underwriter for your policy. Terms and conditions apply. See your policy for details.